past the Kickstarter door is a world of weird, wild, and wonderful treasures in Eisendor's Vault of Tragic Treasure. It's the coolest place you've ever seen. Yes, there are primordials and blue genies. There is doom and gloom and things go boom. In Eisendor's Vault. <laughs> Saint Dragon Games and Patty Finn have just launched a Kickstarter featuring two 5B comparable books and a whole bunch of other stuff. And it's been created by the people who brought you Maggot Holding. <laughs> and one of our community members, Kyle Gray, is on the team as well. So created by the good people and Kyle, Eisendor's Vault is laden with magic items of tragic variety, most of tragic in origin alone, but others are tragic by nature and to be used at one's own risk. So watch out. Yeah, so they Kickstarter launched on the 8th of April, so you still have time to head over and back them. I went to check it out, guys, and they are doing incredibly well. Isendor's Vault of Tragic Treasure not only comes with a mountain of lore, but loads of items with interesting twists, which can give your campaign some tragically epic role-playing moments. And as an added extra, they're also launching a standalone adventure book called Order elemental chaos <coughs> it's it's an item from eisendor's vault it's based on an, <coughs> an item well, we were getting there uh, this adventure book takes an item from eisendor's vault the infamous bottle of gin <coughs> spelled d-j-i-n-n gin uh, not gin Yes, uh, Jin, where players will be thrown into the elemental chaos across planes as they must stop an order of genies and ancient primordials from upsetting the balance of order and chaos. So go back their Kickstarter now while you still can. And the link is on all our bio, is in the bios, our description. So head over there to bit.ly, bit dot L-Y forward slash tragic treasure. Yeah, T-T. So capital T's, yeah. <coughs> Call it. Carla, are you okay? Like, are you? It's it's part are, of. Are you okay? It's part of the ad. I've <laughs> I've got the white lung. Pop, I've got the white lung. It's Zoolander. Right? No, no one. Nani. <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, it's from the Mag of Holding. It's one of those cold conditions we mentioned. It's it's like guys, it's pretty cool. And I I thought it would was funny. <laughs> white white lung. Nope. Anyway, check it out. It's the quarterly D&D magazine, which is actually free. And you can see some of the amazing work and the style and the skills of the items you would get in Eisendor's Vault of Tragic Treasure. So make sure you check out their Kickstarter. to this week's episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast and interactive live Twitch stream. Here with me, Carla, your GM, and it's set in my homebrew world of Kalandos on the continent of Astra with my amazing players who will introduce themselves and their characters. I'm Lena, and I play Andromach the Changeling Druid, and I'm most keen for tonight's episode as since some truths were revealed about Aloran's Sad backstory. Hi guys, I'm Nelly. I play Kira Nightingale, half elf sorcerer, and I am very, very anxious and excited, but mostly anxious to potentially meet 
Isaiah. And I'm Wednesday and I play Alorin Skyvale, the Azamor Paladin. Two things. I'm also excited to meet Isaiah, but for different reasons to Kira. <laughs> and secondly, Alorin's life is not sad. He is super privileged. <laughs> there are some that might disagree with you. Not me, of course, but some. <laughs> and blessed. Mm. So he's not sad at all. Also, can I just say, you guys are very optimistic this evening considering our one shot for Lauren escaping the wedding took three episodes I don't know if anyone recalled but Bob the battle butler did mention it was treacherous to traverse the sewers and might take some time and you're like yeah we're gonna see Isaiah I'm like yeah you're probably not gonna see <laughs> this evening oh, but oh, we can yeah. try Kira's hyper focus on like seeing Isaiah that's like probably get her through the rest of the skewers and whatever else you're gonna try to throw at us i'll be ducking and diving thinking isaiah 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 he is exactly on that same vibe look at that we've got that mind link despite the women hating i don't hate women <laughs> you fear them same same but different remember how this works is you can help hinder or harass the players so you can add in chat and i think what better night to offer some ideas and suggestions it is the moment we can celebrate Playcrafter, who has subscribed to us for 15 months. So before we oh. jump into the action of the trap-laden skewers, which you guys don't know that, it's totally fine. Not trap-laden at all. We're going to have a five-second dance party to say thank you to Playcrafter. So here we go. In five, four, three, two, one. Five-second dance party. Thank you. Thank you for staying with us since the beginning of the Twitch stream and not leaving. That, thanks for not leaving. That's when, you know, like, stuff is real. You're not like, you know, thanks for supporting this or that. You're like, thanks for not leaving. Like, yeah. there's been yeah. moments. We appreciate all of you for not leaving. At which point, we jump back into the action. Bob the Battle Butler has sent off his minions that were around him to go and look after Zetu. Actually look after, not inverted commas, look after. And distract her so that she does not approach Isaiah and also blow your cover that you guys are looking for her. He has warned you that the sky sewers are fraught with danger and mechanical problems. But it is still the fastest way and the most stealthy way to get to Isaiah's. At which point he was last confirming with Andromach if she was happy to also go. Andromach gave her like, I'm neither here nor there. I'm coming with everybody. We're going where everyone's going. Bob says, do you all feel well enough to enter the sewers? And then he looks over, is anyone damaged or needs health or anything like that? Alarm uh. very quickly puts his helm on because he's got that cut on his forehead, but he's not going to fix it. He's just going to put his helm on. I could do with a bit of a... It's been a hard day, okay? Somebody cut me with something. I don't even know where that blood came from. From you. That's where. Bob is going to take out a different dust cloth from inside his coat. And he's going to place it over your head like a cold compress. Please heal. Six points. There's this look of bliss of, on Andromach's face as she goes, Oh, that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, I would appreciate something, like, if you have any potions or something to uplift, uplift me. I did have a fully grown man in armor fall on top of me not so long ago. So, if you have anything, that would be great. You've heard the cloth? Um, the cloth, it's good. 
if you could see his face, he would be flushing. But you cannot, because once again, <laughs> he's reminded that for some reason, he always ends up in dodgy situations. <laughs> Bob puts that handkerchief dust cloth back into his coat and pulls out a different one. You have the feeling that he has a lot of them on his person. And he once again does a cold compress. And it does feel ice cold when it's against your forehead. That nice ice cold. Not like when something's so ice cold it almost burns. It's that nice like soothing on a hot day. And then you can heal. Eight. I appreciate you. I'll look at uh, Bob and I'll say thank you. Thank you very much, kind sir. Playcrafter has given us bits. Playcrafter has noticed that he got a new emote for that, for the bits donation. So yes, if you do donate some bits... You can get the beautiful cannibalism emote, which I didn't know if Twitch would allow us to place on as an emote, which they totally did. So you can get the puffer dice and you can get the cannibalism. Okay, so uh, he puts that handkerchief cloth back inside his coat. For a moment, he pauses and he looks at you, Lauren, and it's one of those awkward, like, man moments where it's like are you gonna say something am i gonna no, say something no. we're just gonna like hump together and then yeah exactly on. exactly he goes towards the door lena this time because previously you were listening to zetu but you were also your mind was like back with lauren and the group and kira as you get closer you actually realize there is a very distinct sound of mechanical hum as well as potentially what you think is running water everyone can hear this but you are thinking to yourself andrew mark you're like why didn't i hear this before he opens the door it looks pitch black and he casts light in his hand but you guys can all see in the dark eh? only you can't lena uh, yeah i can't bob will turn to you and he'll look kira over and he'll be like mm-hmm. She's half-elf, probably can see in the dark. He turns to you, Andrew Mach, and he says, do you have any light source? I'm afraid it is possible to get separated. He's going to scratch around in her backpack a little bit, take out a candle, and then cast light on the candle. So then he says also, do perhaps any of you know and he's going to defer to you here kira he says i know the guild often finds it quite valuable message um i look at uh, bob and i say i must be quite honest with you sir i never had the need to use it i'm more familiar with guild message uh systems uh perhaps it would be best if i showed each of you how to contact each other in case you do get separated it is possible in the sewers. And then he's going to reach lower in his jacket, so more around the waist area, and pull out three tiny handkerchiefs, and he's going to hand you each one. And then he's going to show you basically how to do, what, what's it, like flag signaling with it. So he's going to show you how to do semaphore. That's it. Chat <laughs> over or under. Can you guys please roll inside for me to see how well you learn I learned stuff real well. Are you a good learner? 11. 19. 18. Okay. At over, I rolled 99. So that does mean he does teach it well. Anyone who rolled over 15, so basically the two magic users, you realize that what he's teaching you is very simple, but it actually also sends up a flare. It's almost like the 
handkerchief slash dust cloth picks up dust from the area around it, which sends up, you know, like when dust gets caught in a sunbeam and it looks almost glittery and sparkly, it makes like a flare with dust motes from the way you flick the handkerchief. Alone, you are doing all the things right. I mean, you are going up when he's going up. You are going down. You are going left. You are going right. But it's like the flick of the wrist is it's just not there for you. And you can't manage to. It's the armor. That rotation is not there. It's like when you teach someone to dance that really can't dance. Like you're like, I can see you doing the steps right. But I don't know how it looks so bad. <laughs> like, I know you're doing it right. We got to know our limits, Lauren. Know, know your limits. Yeah. You feel, Andromach and Kira, that if you mm. did this, you would be able to find someone else. They could signal it back to you. But Lauren and Bob is going to look, after like five minutes of trying with Lauren. he says, I fear we might delay our meeting Lady Isaiah if we continue with this. Let's just say that you are semaphore at this. And then he turns to the two of you and he says, what I taught you was semaphore. So it, it's a pun. It's, it's a very funny pun that I know. Lauren didn't get it. Even after he explained it, Lauren was still like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Mark is going to do that delayed, like, <laughs> Very funny. I got it. Um, yeah, I'm used to spellcasters being a bit like honey and a bit uh, pompous, and I, I just politely smile and, and nod at his like, Oh, good one. Yeah. Oh, come Meanwhile, I'm on, just thinking, Kira. we need to get going. Come on. That was excellent. <laughs> I'm going to look at Andromach and wonder internally, of course. Perhaps. <laughs> Andromach hasn't met many people, isn't very good with identifying good humor, but it's not her fault. That's like an internal monologue, and I just stopped looking at her. Wow. Poor <laughs> game. I've been stuck with you two. I'm just saying. We're the only people she knows. Yeah, but she's a country bumpkin. For all we know, we don't know what kind of... It's like one of the, those things, like in the movies, when a naive country girl meets like someone really dodgy in the city and they're like are all city people like this and i Ooh, feel going dodgy look if the character <laughs> sheet you, fits <laughs> bob says after after he sees that it fell flat and kira may or may not be trying to butter him up he's going to move on and he's going to say one of you should stick very tightly to Alaren. As I mentioned, it is possible to get separated, and should he get separated, he could be lost in the internal workings without a way to contact us. I'm gonna go quiet. No one's Alaren. like, I'll stand next to him. He doesn't want to be close to anybody. He's not feeling good. I'm gonna walk up to Lauren. <laughs> but it looks like you're stuck with. Awesome. Maybe you should find a rope between the two of you so that way, even in the dark, you may not lose track of each other. I'm um, merely making a suggestion, Lauren. I, I didn't want you say to that safe. though. What happened was, oh. <laughs> cast light on himself, and now he is blazing like the sun. And he kind of looks at a little in candle and tunnel. goes, like, Oh, okay. And she cancels the light spell and puts it back in the backpack. <laughs> At the point where you said perhaps you need rope, 
Bob reaches into the other bottom corner of his coat and starts pulling like a magician, just starts pulling out handkerchiefs <laughs> that are tied together. And then when no one seems to think that's a great idea, shoves them back <laughs> in his pocket like it I, never happened. I'm sticking to my, my suggestion. I really do think the two of you should have some sort of rope or binding, Listen. something to bind you to keep you safe. Okay, the okay. more you talk, the brighter it's getting. Thank you, Kieran. Now I can barely look at a Lauren. And Andrew was going to squint like in a, in a direction, like keeping Lauren. But at least you'll be able, you. you won't be able to lose him. I suppose that works. Ah, but yes, perhaps his light shall be the way to find him should he get lost. Keep it going, Bob says to you as he opens the door and he says, right, stick very closely behind me. And he takes four steps forward and he stops. Like he basically has made enough space for you to step in and then he's going to close the door. And it was almost like the the darkness from the internal workings of the sky skyscrapers were actually starting to bleed out into the light because even though it is still early afternoon and you're in basically you're in the middle of the sky so it's quite well lit coming in from all the edges of the platform it was starting to get very dark as an almost mm. the shadows were creeping out from the internal workings as he does so it goes silent on the other side so the whirring and hum from the machinery and the water you couldn't hear and then as the door closes it comes rushing it is very loud inside this room you realize that there is some kind of silent spell on the door to like keep it soundproof but it just shows how loud it is inside that Mm. you could still hear it from outside and as he closes you get enveloped in complete darkness as your eyes adjust and remark your eyes also adjust considering bob is holding light and lauren is made of light you can see that you are standing on a metal grate platform. Does anyone look down? Yeah, I'll look down. Okay, anyone else? I'm not I wouldn't down. have. All right. Uh, I'm really tall. I don't often look down. Ha! Must be nice. Also, bending is uncomfortable. Yeah. All this armor, like, it's not a thing. Kira, yeah. please make a intelligence saving throw. 12. As Bob reaches to steady you, because as you look down, it's that feeling like a huge fear of heights. Their problem is that when you know, like when you stand on the edge of the building, you're not scared you're gonna fall, you're scared you're gonna jump. And so when you look down, you see that it's because you imagine Top City, or at least this area where you were dropped on the platform, is a circle or an oval, like obviously very huge because it situates the city, but from the walls that encircle the sewers, it almost appears to make a cone that's decreasing down into a point which you don't know where, you cannot see the end of that point because it goes from what you can see into pitch blackness. And the sides are smooth and look like they would be a really good, you know, water slide almost. But there's a lot of (laughs) to your death. There's a lot of gears, and you know, like it would be sliding into a meat grinder. You have that sense of like, oh, I wonder. And then as Bob touches you, you're like, whoo, weird. (laughs) And looking forward, so you are on a grate, like a metal grate with those like steel pipes. 
across and there's two banister railings next mm-hmm. to you. The platform you're standing on is probably 15 feet across, seven and a half feet on each side because you are in the middle of it. And it is only five feet deep before it goes into what appears to be five conveyor belts, but they are heading in opposite directions. So the one closest to you is going to the right, the one behind that is going to the left, and so on and so forth. On those conveyor belts, please roll perception for me. A natural 20. Kira, you are just still quite fascinated by the underworkings of the sky sewers that you don't notice. Andromach, you see on sort of the two conveyor belts closer to the center of the circle, there appear to be small squares. You could probably pick them up. They're about the size of like average size box. It's hard to tell because each conveyor belt is probably at least 20 feet. So you're staring into the distance with the light Lauren is giving off. They appear to be shiny-ish and some of different colors. Lauren, you know that the water that everyone is hearing is actually not anything to do with sewage. The water is actually, it's a mix of magical powered machinery as well as water powered machinery. To maintain Top City with just magic would deplete very quickly. So it's, you know, water that's continuously recycling through the system. So because you don't use water for that, like cleansing and washing away the things needed for humanity of some kind, it is magically compacted and you know that those squares that you're seeing are magic compacts of rubbish waste and sort of anything unwanted in the city going to say to bob just after seeing this it's fascinating to observe the underworkings of ill arnas thank you for bringing us here he says you're welcome just Do not touch any of the cubes. Just do not touch anything that I do not tell you to touch. As an aside, Chad is asking, are you actually in a trash compactor? No, but there is a trash compactor somewhere. And then you can, so you can see that 20, 40, 60, 80 feet. So Andromach, that's as far as you can see. And you can almost see the cubes glinting in the distance. There's a lot of cubes on the fourth conveyor. Lauren, you can see the fourth conveyor has quite a lot of cubes. The fifth conveyor has cubes probably every five seconds a cube would come past your line of sight because they are moving. Also, you can see probably 15 feet to your left and to your right. And you can see that there are other platforms adjoining. So obviously there's other entrances. And Kira, you're pretty sure you did see a step, like a ring ladder as well, underneath the platform that could take you down into the machinery. And past that conveyor belt, I don't think anyone can see further than that in this dock. I don't imagine you'd be able to see further than that. So Bob is going to turn to you and he says, whatever you do, do not touch any of the cubes. What, what, what are they? It's waste. Don't touch it. Oh, oh. Uh, oh. Okay. And I'm just going to squint in that direction. Chat, I, over I or under? Paying, 
when I hear the word waste, I stop looking downwards and I actually start paying attention to what's around me. Yeah. I realize that, oh, they're cues and waste. I uh, definitely would never touch that. That's literally beneath me. So I rolled 49, so it's just under, and everyone is unanimously saying under. So this is going to help you. Bob was thinking about whether he should tell you because it is quite undignified to discuss waste. However, he feels it behooves him to not let anything bad happen to you here. So he says, it appears that somehow in the methodology of compacting waste or trash and other unmentionables into the cubes for disposal. I believe they go down there for disposal. And he vaguely gestures because he doesn't want anyone to be like, look down and be like, woo. Okay. So he like vaguely gestures down. That in the chemical magical process, it adjusts the waste. It adjusts it in good ways. It has no smell, which is wonderful. And as he's also talking, you can all hear that you're doing that one. You're talking over a loud thing. Bob explains that during the magical mechanical process, there's some good things that happen to the waste. The smell is removed. Basically, the disgust factor is removed. It is purely goo at this point. It's If you were to touch it, it wouldn't be disgusting. However, you should not touch it because as part of that process, and I believe it is something to do with the compacting, should you touch it, the cubes try to suck you in. As it's gelatinous cubes, guys. Conceptually, they're based on gelatinous cubes. So, yeah, he says it seems the items want to continue that compacting and want to draw anything inwards. Which, Alaric, you know, is not... Fascinated. He's absolutely fascinated. He's wondering why they didn't teach him this. Why was he not taught? Did his tutor not tell him about the underworkings of the city? Because you were going to ask him, where does the poop liquid go? Like chat. And that's why people don't discuss it. I mean, this is what guys all want to know. Like, how does it work? Where does it go? So Bob says it's okay for the early belt. However, that we believe is, you know, household waste. But as you go further into the workings, there are larger cubes, which just don't touch anything. And then he says, right, follow me. And he steps like he, <laughs> like he's worried about you, but he thinks you're quite capable, which as he steps onto the conveyor belt and almost leaps further so that he's nearer to the edge of the conveyor belt, so that's going to the right. As he steps, you realize the conveyor belt is moving very fast because he, in the one second that he stepped, has already moved five feet to the right. So you realize these conveyor belts are actually moving much faster than you could see because you didn't have anything on the conveyor belt to give it reference. At which point, please, can everyone who is stepping onto the conveyor belt give me a dick saving throw as we're going to be like Indiana Jonesing it through the gelatinous cube conveyor belts. Oh, God, God. Wait, I got I remember I had inspiration from a while ago. I'm using that inspiration. You did? Guys, do you remember that you get inspiration? I actually feel like I give you inspiration very seldomly, but I did give you inspiration as well, Kira and Andromach. Yeah. I'm using that last inspiration I had. I got 19. 15. 15, you're cool. Lena, you look worried. That one. 
<gasps> you have inspiration. I don't care. I'm not going to use it. She doesn't okay. like using it. Lena's hardcore. Wow. This is hardcore role playing. Death or nothing. Actually, okay, what's your marching orders? Sorry. So it's Bob. Then? Andermach. Okay. I'm bringing up the rear. Okay, I'll be behind Andermach. Okay, this actually makes sense because as Bob goes, woof, uh, Andromach's like, oh, Sherbert, I, be- I better follow, and realizes that she left her light source behind her, and this is quite, em- like, it's enveloping this darkness. As you step on, you're good, and as it starts moving, you're good, and then when it gets dark, you don't know where you are. Kira and Lauren, you managed to step on as well. You guys can see Andromach. Andromach, because you're unsure where you are, you unknowingly stumble forward and onto the second conveyor belt. As Alaren and Kira, you step on, you're going to the right. As you see Andromach go to the left past you, <laughs> you I see could. that as you are on all fours, as you've fallen onto the second conveyor belt, Andromach, and you see a bright light as Alaren comes past you as you're oh. moving in opposite directions. And I think with that... We'll bring it to a close this week. <laughs> yeah. My goodness, that was not good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by Don't wanna be. Oh, Nice. The chat says you can always trust Lena to lean into a bad role. Amazing singing and you get double inspiration, but inspiration doesn't stack. So if you had spent it, you could have got an extra, but also you yeah. have sung. So yes, I guess we so are coming full yes. circle. Should I lean into the nat one and enjoy the moments of what craziness pops up? Or should I use the inspiration just so I don't miss out on the double inspiration? Yeah, it's true. It's paradox. Uh, I mean, this chat, as they've mentioned themselves, do not give out inspiration lightly. So just generally watch out for the podcast. Remember, we have moved over to anchor.fm forward slash dum dum die if uh, you're looking for it. Otherwise, we're on all your favorite podcast platforms as well. And then we also share it on all our socials spelled dum dum die spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E. We also have a TikTok called dum dum die pod, which we're going to be uploading more and more. So if you guys do any clips from Twitch, I will be putting them up on the TikTok as well. So feel free to clip away. And with that... A huge thank you to my players who make everything an adventure. You brighten up the week. And the same to you, chat. Thank you so, so much for the conversations, for the puns, for the songs, <laughs> for the movie recommendations. We're looking forward to seeing that gelatinous cube artwork. Guys, like, I'm obsessed with the gelatinous cubes now. Like, I'm obsessed. Because <laughs> I've never faced one. And I've always Ooh. known they are a D&D monster oh, of, like, so notes. And they're on a conveyor belt. So they're not only cubey, but they're movie. A movie cubey. With that, have a most amazing week filled with adventure. 